This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A terrible family. A humble wish. Well, I guess everybody's old now. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, the podcast where we are reviewing every single episode of Tales from the Dark Side. My name is Jen Hansen. With me as always, co-host Matt Knox. Hey, what's hey. going on, Jen? Maddie and the Jen. Maddie and the Jen, back at it again. Honk, honk. Here's traffic. It's slow going out there on the 77s. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Jen, also- <laughs> Jen, hit me up with the sports crack of the bat. <laughs> well, the Tigers were playing some other sport today, and it didn't go well. <laughs> Back to traffic. Honk, honk. Still gridlock on the seventy-seven. <laughs> it's not an interstate here. We've just heard about it. Like I was saying, we're reviewing every episode of Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> You wouldn't have known from that bit, but there you go. With us again, uh, our our very special guest, Matt Rose. Woo! Woo! Maddie! Podcast. Uh, podcasting legend. Podcasting legend. <laughs> podcasting. Podcast fixture. Uh, he is the uh, Charles Nelson Riley. Of oh, our, transmissions. Uh, from uh, transmissions the, from the Yeah, that's right. Sweet. Of the, of the match game, so. Uh, a real we... Ed Win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Betty White laughed so hard her boob fell out. <laughs> ah, it's normal for old Betty. <laughs> oh. All right, we are we are practically done with the first season, Matt. I cannot believe it, but this season just keeps on giving. Yeah. And it really, really gave it to us in this episode. The important it, uh, thing to. Oof to note is that you know some shows it's like all right the first few episodes they're kind of finding their legs and then by the end of it it really like picks up and lets you know what it's going to be tales from the dark side doesn't do that they keep you guessing this is like watching a deer fawn learn to walk for an hour and a half (laughs) (laughs) no watching a deer learn learn to walk for 23 episodes yeah yeah just, just shaky legs yeah. the whole time. <laughs> still, still struggling. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Oh wait, wait. Oh, there he's, got, there, uh, he's got it. No, he's got it. He's no. he's inside the closet. Oh no, wait. <laughs> yeah, there's 30 minutes where it lays down. And you're like, well, it's doing a good job at that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get let's get into this because I feel like there might be we might have some disagreements on this one. Oh, oh. oh. I might have some well, disagreements Well, I think on this I one. think that Matt and I are in yeah. agreement on this one. I will tell you I think when I tell you the lens that I saw this episode through, it might change it for you. Okay. Um the episode is called Grandma's Last Wish. Yep. Uh this is episode 23 of season 1, aired June 16th, 1985. 30 minutes. <clears throat> Given one last wish to enliven her days before she is moved into the Tranquil Gardens retirement home, Elderly grandma sees to it that her self-centered family finds out what it's like to grow old. 
directed by Warner Shook, who directed some other episodes of television. <laughs> uh, we don't need to go into it. Uh, written by Jules Selbo. Jules Selbo. That feels like some sort of anagram or... Uh, oh, the great Jules Selbo. It's like, it's like Eileen Dover. But like Jules Elbow, but I don't know what it would like. It's like some Scandinavian wordplay joke that's very funny if you know Scandinavian. Uh, the episode stars Jane Connell. Uh, so Jane Connell's the grandma. Jane Connell is the grandma. She uh, was a character actress in lots and lots of stuff. But one of her credits leads us to a new segment on the show. So Jane Connell played Agnes Gooch. In Mame, the Luci- the Lucille Ball version from the seventies. Okay, so we've got an Agnes Gooch spotting. Now, if you remember back to the episode of uh, Painkiller, Painkiller, Nadine the nagging wife was played by Peggy Cass. She was Agnes Gooch in Anti Mame from the fifties with Rosalind Lus- Russell. So right now, who's your Gooch? Yeah. <laughs> well, now that's what it's called. Who's your Gooch? <laughs> So, uh, Gooch Watch. Gooch Watch. Gooch Watch continues. And we'd like to know who's your Gooch. Um, So, I can only assume we'll have six to eight more Gooches as the (laughs) season continues. So, I guess by the time we get to like the Romeo dinner players, right? Agnes Gooch. We'll we'll have to to do a special episode that's just ranking the Gooches. Yeah. Well, well, we we are going to have, and this is a a big thing for our Transmissions fans out there, uh, we will have at the end of the season an award show for season one (laughs) of of Tales from the Dark Side. That's right. And we may give an award to the Who's Your Gooch Award. (laughs) I believe so. Yes. What are we going to call those awards? Because we can't call them the trannies. No. No. (laughs) No. We do not want that trouble. No, we don't. Uh... The dark side. It's all bad, man. Yeah, (laughs) we really did not think about this. When when you said you can't call them the trannies, I thought of something else. Yeah, and I was like, definitely can't call it that. So the thuggies, the missionaries. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. Uh, We'll just call it the transmission from the dark side of war. Oh, okay, that's good. We'll start. Well, let's start there. All right. Uh, great. Well, let's. Shall we get into it? We'll call them the TFTDs. TFTDs. Let us get into this episode. Yes. Um, you know, news report. Man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality, but unseen by most. There is. I almost was good. It's just as real, but not as brightly. That's what it is. It's a dark side. War! Coming in from Tokyo, it's just as real, but not as brightly lit. We have uh, we have Edward R. Murrow out in the field. Edward, what's happening out there? We open with an old-timey radio. <laughs> <laughs> Playing victory songs Playing from World War II. Victory songs, and we've got a bunch of old-timey pictures of, of a beautiful old-timey lady. It yep. looked at one point like she was a cigarette girl. Yeah. 
Legs for days. Gammy gam gams is what I wrote down. <laughs> hubba hubba. If you were a cartoon wolf, your eyes would pop out of your head. And your heart would be like boing, boing, yep, boing. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we cut to grandma sleeping in the chair and grandma's just, lived a hard life. Not just sleeping, sleeping open mouthed. Yeah. What happens next, if it were to be like... A musical, it would be a cacophony. That's the entire first act. I was going to say, that's 22 just, minutes. Of, yeah, yeah. The, the entire first act is just chaos. It it was maddening. I've written, welcome to the screamies. <laughs> the daughter, so the grandma is sitting in the chair listening to wartime music. And then the daughter gets home. And she is yelling from the word go. Okay. Thinking about the things the granddaughter was saying and doing, how old do you think this character was written? 13, 14. Okay. I was thinking a lot younger, like pigtails, cartwheels. Uh, She sounded initially, like that sounded like the dialogue of like a seven-year-old. But this girl was like 16, right? Yeah, Definitely. she she yeah, she had to have been. Okay. Um yeah, so <laughs> one thing that I noticed very quickly on, it it they did something of a juxtaposition though. I'm not sure that they really intended on it was you see the pictures of the grandma when she was younger. She's wearing fancy ass clothes and stuff. She she looks like a million bucks. And then it cuts to her new family, and everybody's wearing sweatpants. Everybody's dumpy. Yeah, I, I put yeah. fancy pics, slobby people, so many sweatpants. Yeah. I I wrote down camel foot. <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering if if the mom was in a fat suit. Like it seemed like they bought half of a fat suit. Because she seemed like, uh, you know, maybe size, I don't know, size 10 on top. But like once you got to the sweatpants, they were like clown pants. She was like size 20 on the bottom. Yeah. I'd, I'd, well, well, she was the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> she had that disease. She that, did have that hat on now she, that you say it. Yeah. I, okay. Um, but what it seemed to me, because um, the... The grandma keeps talking about the dance lessons, right? Right, right. Um, grandma could have been in Ziegfeld, and uh, Greta, the granddaughter, is running around doing cartwheels and stretching mm-hmm. and all this dumb shit. Yeah. Um, and the grandma starts tucking in her sweatshirt to her sweatpants. So grandma is tucking the sweatpants into... into, into or she's the, sweatshirt the sweatshirt into, into the, the sweatpants. sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. This is a move that made no sense to me. It made no sense to me either. Why? Because it just looks like a bunchy butt. It yeah. does. And that's kind of what made me think of, of what you where you were going, where it's like, is she wearing like, you know, a, a padded suit or something? Because just nothing looked like how people look yeah. right like it was it was really weird um and just the the daughter to me seemed like somebody older trying to act younger right and that's 1, why that's why i wrote that the daughter was doing a killer gilda radner yeah because it, you know whenever gilda radner played a kid she you know i mean granted gilda radner was a hell of a lot better than this this poor girl but yeah. um 
Yeah, because she's like 17. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, she, th- this girl was really dialing it up. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, she was pushing hard. Yeah. This and I is mean, a house where you have to scream to be noticed. This is true. This which is, is why well, everyone was screaming. The yeah. Dad, the dad didn't really scream, though. The dad was so just milk toast. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, he didn't want to be bothered with any of it, be no. it a broken step or eating a bowl of olives in the kitchen. Yeah, he's he is the Starting... archi- archetypal schlub. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he is definitely a schlub. Yes. Um, the daughter, from the word go, is yelling, "Mom, where are you, Mom? What's for dinner? Where are you?" Yeah. Get off the phone. I'm expecting a call from Buzz. Do you think Buzz is the was Buzz the kid playing guitar in uh, Word Processor of the Gods? (laughs) Later, (laughs) later. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um. So it's a connected universe, is what you're saying. So the mom, so the daughter talks to the grandma. Grandma can't hear. The daughter's yelling into the grandmother's face. Where's mom? Yeah, fully yelling in her face. The mother finally appears to start yelling at everybody. <laughs> and she's on the phone. She's then the phone talking. rings. Yes. Yeah, she's she's talking to her friend who apparently has having their house bulldozed. Is in a house that's being bulldozed. Yeah, where she's like, there's a bulldozer in your front yard. What's it doing there? But while this is happening, the kid is still yelling, Mom! Get off the phone! I'm expecting a phone call! Buzz is Somersault. Call. Somersault. Yeah. And then she does a classic banister stretch. Mm. <laughs> she, yeah, she's just, for no reason at all, stops running around and starts stretching. Mom, I'm live! Look at my live body! <laughs> Get off the phone! I'm nubile! <laughs> Enjoy my curves. <laughs> so mom is now on her second phone call. Now this is a friend who has a botched root canal. Yes. I told Sally, you. how's the root canal? You know, that classic start. I told start. you not to get a, a, a crap job. I, jo- I told you to go to a real dentist. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see what happened to Sally. Maybe that's another episode. But you know what? Those Both of those ideas of the bulldozer just showing up and bulldozing a house and... And the botched root canal, those both have a lot more drama involved, and they sound a lot more interesting than Grandma's Last Wish. But let's continue. Well, before we go there, let's just go to that writing room for just a second. It's 1985. Mm-hmm. You, you're like, the guy's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, the, the, the mom's going to get some phone calls. Uh, uh, what, 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 what kind of phone calls is she going to get? Uh, uh, I... I Mouth, mouth, mouth call, mouth problems, mouth, mouth teeth, <laughs> mouth, 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 mouth problem, mouth problem. Mouth, what's yeah. a classic mouth problem? Uh, 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 shark in your mouth. <laughs> God damn it, we've already done that. Uh, root canal, root canal, root canal, root canal, root canal. Write it, write it, pages, pages. <laughs> we have one page of text so far. We need to make two at least. We are breaking for the day. <laughs> Good job, everybody. <laughs> Really hammered that one out. Who's guy with cocaine? Who's... 
Um, so it is right after this act break. So I wrote a family struggling at this point because yeah, this family is struggling. I, I wrote this is the worst family because yeah. they are the worst. Family. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah. During all of this, I wanted nothing to do. Nothing. With nothing. Any of this. So once we come back from this first commercial and we get this sumptuous tracking shot of Bizarro Breakfast, I instantly figured out the episode and then I loved it. This episode is a John Waters movie. <laughs> no. One million percent. This episode that, is, a, is a John Waters movie. And when you watch it from that lens, it's great. I'm not I'm not gonna go that far. Okay. But once you brought the John Waters angle into it, that that does kind of change my perspective a little bit because of how extreme the characters yeah. are acting, how terrible some of them are. Yes. Um yeah, no, I I, I mean it's I still didn't like the episode. That but. no, that's that is that is fair. And I I mean it wasn't it wasn't a good episode and it's not as good as a John Waters movie, but Seeing the family, it was so campy and so schlocky. I don't know if it was intentionally a John Waters movie, but I I, I don't know. I got like a sense of relief after I, I realized that. <laughs> um, what what conclusion I came to um, was that those are the grossest looking olives I have ever seen. Yeah, it's a real what? wax olive situation. Yeah, <laughs> these these are not a, a normal green well, color. This let's is track like, let's track this breakfast table. Well, I'm sorry, you're table. right. So so early right right before we we uh, in, in Act One, Grandma keeps asking about her olives. olives. Olive. Did you get the olives you in the, the cupboard? Olives, are the, the olives there? Yeah. I need my my. My can I'll, of olives. I'll pay for her dance lesson. Just, Just where are my, my olives? olives? Yep, I I actually wrote dance lessons, <laughs> olives in the cupboard because she said it about fifteen times. So we're back from act break, and now we have what seems to be a commercial for All Brand. Yep, <laughs> it because is... we have two piping bowls of All Brand. Well, the next box. to a box yeah. of All Brand, the table has juice. It has milk. Uh, so this is coffee. we are uh, coffee, don't forget, don't a forget gigantic pot, pot of coffee. coffee, fresh yeah. pots. Uh, we have fresh pots. Uh, we have everything. Basically, if we had toast, we would have a complete breakfast. Right. Um, but the camera doesn't stop panning. <laughs> no, it it does keep going. But uh, so let's just keep panning along to breakfast foods. You know. Uh, yeah, so there, milk. Wasn't, there wasn't any fruit or anything like that. No, it was, no, it was that just is juice. But we, we have so, OJ. We have yeah. OJ. That's true. That's true. That's um, true. What do you like to put on your cereal, Matt? Let's just take a break real quick. Sorry. Um, what do I like to put yeah. on? Well, you know, a fruit is really nice. Okay. Uh, I like a strawberry. Strawberries are great. Uh, raspberries or blueberries? Oh, raspberries. blueberries. Oh, and, and I also love um, olives with pimento. Oh, like a giant <laughs> bowl of olives with pimento. Yeah, the green olives. Yeah. So uh, you would you would put this on your breakfast table? Green olives with pimento, a hundred percent. Great. <laughs> Dump it in my all brand. And is this just going to be? Is this going to be a bowl with like maybe three or four olives for a bloody mary or something? If you're really treating um, yourself. No, imagine a jar full of olives that you put into a smaller vessel. Oh, oh, you mean like, <laughs> like if there was some sort of contest and you had to guess how many olives were in? In the jar, yeah, to win a remodel of your kitchen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that okay, great, yeah, because that's what's on the table, <laughs> guys. It's a lot of olives, so yeah. and, and and here's the thing, um, 
I love olives. I do too. Like, I do too. I, I love olives, and I have many times had olives for breakfast, but it was it was a breakfast that is. Um, I was dating a girl from Turkey for a long time, and so we would have what was a Turkish breakfast, right? So we'd have almonds and hard-boiled eggs, olives, cheese, a bunch of stuff that kind of goes in that theme, right? If you're Where having like, a Mediterranean plate, I can I yeah, can get on board. A Greek with that. omelet, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. This, but this this was not part of that at all. No, this was just like, hey, uh, let's pick a bunch of things that are in breakfast, and then. Just throw some other shit on there, because... Just a glass of olives. Olives should not be next to a glass of cold milk. No, they... No, that is just disgusting. So foul. (laughs) Just gross as hell. And these were not even good-looking olives. These looked... These these looked like someone drilled holes in acorns, and then just stuffed them, like, tomato paste, and spray-painted them green. Yeah. They looked gross. Yeah, they looked like fake olives, which I thought they were until she started eating. They them. started housing these olives. <laughs> they just straight. They were like, oh, there were no craft services. <laughs> the all brand was wood chips. <laughs> the only food was olives. So they reveal Graham. There's spilled OJ on the table too. Mm. Uh, they never really address that. No, they never did. It's oh just- no no no. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Grandma has paper towel. From the back counter, pulled all, all the, way the way to the kitchen table. So, oh, Grandma. But like, we don't know how the, the juice got spilled, though. But That's, we know Grandma did it. Well, maybe. But but I think that there was probably a much more interesting story on how that got spilled. Yeah, I'm not convinced we don't that, know. That's that grandma, on the cutting room floor. Yeah, that Grandma did it. I mean, it could have been somebody cartwheeling through the juice, <laughs> and Grandma's left to clean See, it up. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Or just... just Whole body screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In walks, um, well, we get her name. Um, it is Greta. Yeah. Is the, the granddaughter. The granddaughter. Greta is the granddaughter. And she comes in straight up dressed as one of the misfits from Jen and the Hologram. <laughs> <laughs> no, she really does. Like, yeah. She was... Just shy of a death lock. Yeah. Like, yep. um, she had, well, what she had was, uh, yeah, she's dressed as Roxy from the Mist. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, she had, uh, what is it? Bride of Frankenstein hair. Yeah. Yes. Um, she was just, well, when, when grandma was like, what? Like what? What? What are you wearing? Think of the traffic. Which I don't know what that means. But um, she Rock, said uh, she's an air traffic controller. Greta is an air traffic controller. <laughs> and it's a very distracting outfit for. It, no, it, it totally, it totally is. You have to concentrate <laughs> a lot. Um, she said something so quintessentially '80s, and also something that I. It was my favorite line from the entire show. Um, it's a look. Oh, yeah. I did write down it's a look. (laughs) I wrote it down in all caps, and I fucking underlined that shit. It's a look. Because she, she really chewed on that one. Yeah. Um, where, you know, it was probably just like, Grandma, it's a look. Where, like, nope, nope, not in Greta's hands, it's not. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, just, fuck. 
We now enter a section of these of this episode I like to call these fucking pastries. <laughs> For real. Because the For dad real. the dad is there now. First time, first appearance of the dad. Schlub. He is Total a schlub. schlub. And the grandma, another classic Tales from the Dark Side red herring, where you think something is gonna cause something bad to happen, but it doesn't. The grand, it does ish. But well, I'm saying this is it, it. okay. So the red herring is the grandma warns uh, him to fix the step outside because it's okay. loose and right, it's gonna right. it's gonna cause mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. Later on, we hear tale of something bad that has happened, but it isn't the thing that actually caused the problems. Right. A lot of people, there is a lot of slapstick in this episode. A yeah, lot so of falling much. downstairs, of swooning, slipping on of, yeah, floors, yeah, yeah. falling off banisters. So what, where I thought you were going with that was the briefcase. Oh, no. Because I know that we've talked before about, you know, gun in the first act. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I actually wrote down briefcase and underlined it because I was going to bring this up later that nothing happened with the briefcase. <laughs> and then something happened. And I was like, what? Yeah, they um, did pay off that briefcase. They did. They totally did. I mean, nothing really happened with it, but like they show the briefcase and they put like the mother walks in and I guess what passes is a business suit yeah. for um for Tales from the Dark Side uh, and she puts her briefcase down very obviously very is deliberately putting a briefcase down. Good morning Don't everyone. Mind Don't this. mind this. I'm a business putting down a business briefcase. <laughs> So uh, the the grandmother basically denies the pastry to the father. Oh, she doesn't just deny it. She straight up fucking Larry Bird rejects (laughs) this pastry. (laughs) Smacks it out of his hand. Greta takes a pastry. The mom comes. She takes a pastry. She takes a long john and then is like, ah, give me that whole goddamn thing. (laughs) She starts eating that. And then the grandmother says... I never thought I was going to get old. And I wrote down, is somebody going to yell out message here? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was just like, oh, that's what this episode is about. Uh, Or just foreshadowing, but yeah. Yeah, but I was just like, it was so heavy handed and out of nowhere. Uh, So the... um, Telegram. (laughs) Telegram. Message. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the daughter... Um, everybody is basically going to be leaving, um, but the grandma trips over the briefcase because she's not walking with her walker. No, because she she's just like nuts to this, and she starts leaving, trips over the thing, and they're like, "But your walker!" And then the the son catches her, which was pretty surprising. He's pretty spry for a schlub, mm-hmm. right? He he catches her and kind of like dips her or whatever, and then um, that's when they start talking about. Have you had the talk with her? But just before that happens, the mom gives a hug to Greta and says, Is that owed a horse manure? Yeah. What? Whoa, Whoa mom. I missed that. Jesus. And, and then so what she was says, the actual name um, of the uh, cologne? She was like, It's called Open Fields. And I where like, it's like it. yeah. Where it's like, no, no, now I get why the mom said horse manure. Yeah. <laughs> open fields smell like horse manure. Especially the open fields from the intro, right? Right, like, right. You don't grow corn like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. 
And then grandma just pipes in, I was a dancer for Billy Rose. Zigfield. Somehow I wrote, grandma used to be a dancer for Nathan Lane. It, the name wasn't Nathan Lane, but I maybe I, what was it? Who was Billy it? Billy Rose. Rose. Billy Rose? Billy Rose. Oh, okay, I mixed that up with I, Nathan I, Lane a lot. Uh, that name stuck with me immediately because I have an Uncle Bill. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. No one appreciates grandma. Everyone in this house is screaming like 50 Fran Dreschers. <laughs> and then they're like, time to get rid of grandma. Time time to have time the time. To, time to shoo her now, away to the cost. Grandma casket, is, yeah. we should say, like, in the defense of these screaming Fran Dreschers, grandma is kind of crazy. Like, she's, yeah. right? She, um, well, you know what, though? Well, she's, um... She's a product of her environment because I think that if you would have taken her out of the screaming Morlocks that are this family, you wouldn't have had <laughs> Morlocks. Nice. I, I wrote down Morlocks. I'm sorry. Um, if if you would have taken her out of that environment and put her in an environment where she was actually able to properly socialize, she still would have been fine, right? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, like when you look at. Uh, Shoot, what are they? Not monasteries, but uh, uh, convents. Yeah. When you yep. look at convents where they like nuns stop, um, actually doing nun stuff, right? And they're just they like, stop nunning and start living. <laughs> when nuns get real, <laughs> the real nun world. <laughs> I'm trying to make a point. Sorry, <laughs> 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 but are um, you? <laughs> well, I I I was um uh. When older people are in communities where there are people their age, people younger, um, but they're all socializing, people tend to have much lower rates of dementia, mm. much lower rates of um, basically what grandma was falling into, okay. where no one's listening to them. Um, I mean, you know, granted, people are still going to have dementia. Mm -hmm. People are still going to have these issues, but it is much lower because these people are still keeping very active, both physically right. and mentally. Mm -hmm. And this woman was being constantly encouraged to just shut up and watch TV. Yeah. And then everyone's yelling. That That is not an environment that's conducive to proper socialization, right? So sure. I don't think that grandma was really the problem here. I think it was the fact that she was living with a bunch of... of fucking people hyenas, who didn't know right? how to communicate like, with yeah. themselves like yeah these these were just this is a family awful, on the edge yeah these were terrible people it's just family on the edge so they end act two basically saying hey we're gonna have somebody over tonight it's gonna be super fun was, it the end of, was that the end of of i believe it, i believe it was I believe because it. now because i thought it was i i thought it was no, because um, it, it, the no, because the wish was the end. Oh, so of then Act it just two. is a cut to. Yeah, because then it's like, are you going to tell her? And then they say, we're going to have somebody from what was the name of the place? Uh, Tranquil Gardens. Tranquil Gardens, come over and have a talk with you. And that's when she's like, no, no, I swear I'm not crazy. I was, I was just acting like I was crazy. Yeah. Um, and that's when the guy in the in the terrible suit. Well, you mean Larry Shyster? Bogums. Bogums. Bogums Junior. <laughs> So, uh, oh, Bogo. It's very funny that you mentioned that this reminded you of John Waters. John Waters. Yeah. Because at this moment, I wrote down this is the last 20 minutes of Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> 
No sugar. (laughs) (laughs) No sugar. (laughs) But for real, like, this has that manic pace of Requiem for a Dream. It's Mm -hmm. bizarre. With her dancing with the fridge. By way of Pecker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really, really strange, like... This would be, yeah, I forget the name in Requiem for a Dream, the guy who's making the presentation. Yeah, and he's he's got, like, what was it? It was five rules, and he only yep. gives th- three or four of them. You never know what the actual final rule is. But I remember one of them was no refined sugar. Yep. And he makes, like, the crazy face and stuff. Yes. Yeah. And you find out in the, in the, actual, uh, in the actual DVD, they mm-hmm. have the whole thing. Yeah, I, the, no, I remember because I watched it with you. And Number and five then, is no orgasm. Um. Oh no! Um, I just remember that after the movie was over, I just kind of sat there rocking and holding myself for a while. <laughs> I've blocked that movie out. I I watched it one time and yep. one time only. One time only. I Matt Matt has seen it, it more than once, and I've I don't. Seen that I don't... movie like it's one of my favorite movies. Really, I love. Oh, that it's movie. a okay. f- absolutely fantastic. It's a very movie good movie. Full of I don't want to watch. Awesome again. performances, yeah. and I will not watch it again. Yeah. I saw it at the main art. It was great. Anyway, this movie, Larry Scheister makes the presentation with uh, a slideshow that can only be called a hall of sad people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this this was the most depressing slideshow. And when it gets to the woman who's playing the organ or piano, that was just awful. So it's all shots of tranquil gardens or a salute to the end. <laughs> <laughs> for for real um and w- once it gets through and he's like can i get some lights they turn the lights back on um and he starts really going for the final cell starts talking just to her mm-hmm. starts going in on all the great things about humdinger heaven about hum and i that's what i that's where i was going yeah. it was humdinger heaven yeah um where it, it, the place is great. The place is great. You get your own luxury studio. Was that what he said? Yeah. Um, and and like he starts going into all these things, but everything is an extra fee. Cable, extra fee. Blah 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 blah. The price per month was six hundred and ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. But in nineteen eighty five, per month, that That's was not- very cheap. In 1985, though, was it? No, that is so. 1985 dollars. Do you know how much those are now? Like those, if, if it's a like a high end facility, they're like, yep. yeah. Like, I I, I yeah, know what they, they were. They're like, uh, like they could be like three or four thousand dollars a month. Holy shit! Oh yeah, yeah they're never, they're nuts. Never get old, guys. But when uh, when my grandma um was in her in her final months, um. I think, and this was 1998. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been like 1600 a month. Yeah. So things have gone up quite a bit. So 85, that was not cheap. Right. And everything else is tacked on. And I mean, the thing is, whether it was like that then or not, um, it is now yeah. that every single thing is um, extra. Extra. And um, he talks about how, and once a day, a nurse comes in to. Uh, to check on, and then she says, if you kick the bucket, and it's like, that's really what they're checking yep. on. <laughs> yeah. They're checking to make sure you're not dead. Um, yeah. So he gives her the form, says, sign here, Grandma. You can tell she does not want to do this. No. 
In fact, I was really hoping that she just signed like "fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> but she did not apparently. But she signs, and he'll pick her up a week from tonight. Mm-hmm. Twenty-three skidoo. And now the fan. <laughs> yep. Oh, you kid. <laughs> so the so the dad looks at her and he's he can tell she's not happy. Mm-hmm. I think the guilt starts to set in a little bit that they're just getting rid of her until she dies. So let's let's make this last week all about you, Ma. Let's let's make this special. Special. You know what, Ma? Make a wish. Yeah, make a wish. Yeah. A wish. And then they go to the mom and the only voiceover that they have in the episode so far. Ugh, and that voiceover, man. I'll make a wish. <laughs> And, 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 and voiceover. As, yeah. as soon as that happened, Matt threw his notebook. Yeah, Matt was all done. <laughs> all done. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I almost did the same thing when that voiceover happened. Um, comes back too. Isn't this a beautiful shine? Oh God! The mom has now waxed the kitchen floor, and walks to Greta and goes. We're now in a Spickens Band commercial. Yep. Yes. And there is a there is a weird suspension that's happening because you don't know what the wish is. Right, we don't. It kind of has this soundtrack of the old timey music, but kind of like a like mysterious old, like a jacked up calliope. Right, happening, real bogum situation. Yes, real bogum right. situation. Yes. <laughs> so that's happening, and the daughter's asking about Nixon. And all that. And Watergate. And, and Watergate. Stuff. And the mom says, No, isn't this a beautiful shine? And she goes back into the room and then ass over Apple Cart falls down. Well, so one thing that I, I, I want to bring up about this woman's parenting skills is she blames her daughter's being weird on her being conceived during the Nixon administration. Yeah, but people are going to be, are going to be blaming. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, the, uh, this administration on weird babies. That is that is entirely true and fair and, and entirely fair. Yeah. Where yeah, we don't have to go into that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so she falls. The daughter rushes into the room. Let me just say this right now. That floor looks like garbage. It, it looked, didn't look good. It did not look shiny. And the way that the woman fell. That would have been a knee injury. Yeah. Or or maybe a hip injury, not an ankle injury. You have torn an ACL minimum. Yeah. And then she's just like, oh, I, I, my ankle, I, I, I hope it's not, or I hope it's just a sprain. And it was like, just a sprain? Sprains take longer to heal than breaks, you pinhead. Yeah. But um, that's, that just, that, that's just me. And, hmm? Is that true? Oh, my God. Sprains can take a really long time because it has to deal with the joint where a bone, you just have to set a bone. Oh. I have had a lot of injuries. Matt Rose's learning corner. <laughs> okay. All right. The floor looks like garbage. The grandma comes by. At this point, she is straight housing olives in every scene <laughs> from this moment on until the very, very She's- end. She's got like one of those hats that you would go to like a, a baseball game and have beers. Yeah. But it's just, it's just olives. full of olives. Yeah. <laughs> you know how George Costanza is eating popcorn in that gif? That's her with olives. And I said gif because I won't say gif. Uh, no, I'm glad that you did that. You know Lucy in that chocolate assembly line? <laughs> yeah. 
that. It's like that. But olives. But olives. Yeah. <laughs> the delicious olives. Um, it just now seems that uh, injury is befalling the house of Rollins. Is there a curse about? <laughs> the father enters the picture. Wearing clothes that I described as clothes for the modern slob. (laughs) (laughs) He's basically uh, wearing the exact same outfit as the guy from the cover of Are We Not Men? We Are Devo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real nightmare. Does he not work? Who knows what he does? Uh, You know, that's a real... Mom was he's in gotta, business He's got to work, though, because he was not home during the initial, like, root canal bulldozing yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But who knows where he, he, he was. He goes to a special place a lot. <laughs> do you think with, that, just, with that crazy-ass family, I do not doubt it. Do you think he just has, like, his own, like, apartment that he's, he says he's going off to work, but then he just sits quietly in a room for eight hours? He's like, this is heaven. Oh, kind of like, kind of like during the uh, the like huge, like the depression in Japan, where businessmen would just go to a park, and they would sit there because they couldn't tell their families that yes. they got laid off. Exactly, yes. exactly like that. Okay, great. He's uh, yeah, he he's the super at an apartment building, and yeah. he just sits in empty apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Waits for the a... phone to ring. Waits for a British woman to call him on the phone. <laughs> There's something wrong with my telephone. Listen, lady, that phone, there's nothing wrong with it. It keeps ringing and I have You're not my mom! (laughs) He comes in wearing clothes for the modern slob, and his wife instantly is like, hey, fuck face. (laughs) I landed rump side (laughs) on that that board out there. Uh, yells at him about the same thing that his mother had yelled at him at yep. just just a day before. The front, the front step. The front step. And grandma again, just at this point, mainlining olives. <laughs> Stewing an olive speedball. Yeah. <laughs> Greta Tallulah Jane Rollins decides to do a back handspring and tweaks her neck. At, at one point, Greta Tallulah Lake Robbins is... <laughs> Don't call her that! ...complaining about her name. And Grandma says, Tallulah was one of my best friends. I used to hold her, her skirt, skirt down. down at parties. <laughs> yep. <laughs> to which, that, that to me, was a story that yeah. we should have heard about. But instead, uh, she takes a spill, and then Grandma talks about how she kept her husband's boxer shorts. Right. Which, to me, I was like, the fuck? Like, right. what? Is that a oh, thing yeah. that happens? Because Harry, was it Harry? I think it was so. Harry. Yeah. Harry, I kept a few things that you gave to me. I kept your boxer shorts, and I kept the belief you had in me. What the hell is that? I know, right? Like, that, that to me, just, look, like, the last part, sure. The yeah. first part, the fuck? Yeah. Like, that is just, What? We have a lot of dependents here. Most of them co. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everybody's prat falling all over the place. Like this house is covered in bananas. <laughs> it's just an ocean of banana peels. Ocean okay? of banana peels on a baby oil floor. Right. 
Um, and grandma is loving this. You can see she is. she is she is really, really enjoying this. But with each pratfall, they take one layer of makeup off of grandma. Where when you first see her, I thought she I thought that she was Bub from Day of the Dead. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and like That with, is fair. It is, it is definitely fair. And and she with every scene after she makes the wish, she starts to look a little younger and a little more spry. Yes. Right? Yeah. And once the girl takes a spill and her or her parents are talking about calling the doctor and whatever. Um, she's not going to wear one of those things, which left us like we're, we're one of what? What, what is she talking about? And, yeah, and so, so we came to the conclusion that it was one of the, the neck braces. cervical yeah. neck braces, right? Um, cut to her wearing a neck brace that says, I heart buzz. buzz. Now, before we go whole hog and I love Buzz, <laughs> because boy, oh boy. Which again, so John Waters. <laughs> but also, pretty Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> this is, what, you know what? I just want to, I just want to put this out there. I want to put this out there. What if John Waters remade Requiem for a Dream? Oh my God. I would absolutely watch that more than once. Uh, you know what? I think that I could actually make it through it. Yeah. More than once, because like especially, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the end. I don't want to yeah. talk about the end. Okay. Um, Can we please, just for a moment, talk about Greta's shirt? Sure. I can't. I don't remember it. Oh, that's funny. Wasn't it? Wasn't it one of those like super oversized? Yeah. Like sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah, it was. But you may, may not have noticed that it had a maze with a humongous fucking rat in the middle of it. Wait, oh, what? oh, that's right. I forgot about the rat. How did I not see it? I, I was wearing this shirt that had a humongous rat, rat on the front in the middle of the shirt. It did. It would, and it it wasn't even really a maze. It was just like two boxes and then a rat. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now I totally remember. Oh, um, I was just rat t-shirt in a okay. minute. I just I was so focused on I Heart Buzz. Yeah. And the fact that the mom uh maybe a scene ago had said that she had gone full rump side yeah. when she fell. And I just wrote rump side, underlined it, and then there's so much wrong with this, I'm not even sure what to write anymore. Yeah. And that was yep. That was basically where I just stopped taking notes. Yeah, my notes end right about here. <laughs> well, after I There's wrote, still like eight minutes left. <laughs> oh yeah. After after I had I'd drawn I heart buzz, I, I just wrote one thing, and then everything after that was how we can improve the episode. So let's. let's so continue. now now Grandma needs something out of the closet. And uh, oh. and and she says it's it's in there it's in there and yeah. he, and the and the schlub is just like ma it's not in there. Can we also address the fact that everyone calls her grandma but her son? Yeah. If you are the daughter-in-law, you do not call her grandma. What is with that? Is yeah. that not creepy? 
I'm trying to think. I think I've heard people say that, like, especially when you've got little kids. Like, yeah, it's when like, you oh, go little. see grandma. Hi, grandma. Look at grandma. But, but, but when, whenever but my when parents. she's 17 to 43 years old. <laughs> but whenever my parents were talking to my grandparents, they always either called them by their name yeah. or mom, dad, yeah. ma, pa, where it was only when kids were in the conversation that it was talk to your grandpap or um you know ask grandma for this okay it was never grandma can you help him it would be like mom can you help him mm-hmm. um so and that was around this time that my grandparents were still alive mm-hmm. so there is no excuse <laughs> no excuse at all i don't know i just i think it depends on the family but it might be a little unsettling if you've never done it before. I'm, I'm thinking That's, that my I, dad I, called my grandma grandma every once in a while. But my dad's weird, so he, what can I do? He's very weird. Uh, all right. Get get my favorite stole? What is he? he she's it, was, a it was a sweater or, or blanket. blanket. It, was, yeah. it, was, it was grandma's favorite blanket. Blanket. So, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> and it's... You get this. It's all, on oh, top yes. of... Uh, it's on top of what? A metal bucket? A hibachi. It was a hibachi? hibachi? Yeah. It, that was not a hibachi, but no, whatever. Was, they right. just call it a hibachi. It was just a cast iron bucket. Yeah. It was like a cast iron flower planter. Or Filled something. with coal. Yeah. Or and grease paint. One or the other. So this thing lands directly on dad's head. There might as well be little cartoon birds the, flying and, around his head. And there might have been just a gigantic gong yeah. noise. Stars. It, yep. Stars. Star. <laughs> Boo. Um, stars. Birds. I don't know. The master I, of unlocking things. <laughs> I was almost at Grandma Sandwich. Uh, all right. Grandma, don't, don't die. die. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, all of a sudden, this family, if you didn't get it before... Oh, before uh, one small thing, before the Hibachi Falls, the name of Kanye's next album. Uh, <laughs> before the Hibachi Falls, Hibachi oh. have a dream. <laughs> Hibachi had a dream. All right, the mother is making tea at the stove, and goes to her mom. Hey. What do you do? You want sugar for your tea? And she goes, "No, I want salt." Weird. Yep. Then she reaches out her hands to see liver spots. Right. I forgot about the liver spot. Yeah, She's and gonna... she freaks the fuck out about liver spots, and then says, "I need vanishing cream." What? No, and I'm no, forty no. years old. She says before vanishing cream. I'm 40 years old. I shouldn't have age spots, which bare minimum. Let's let's all say a number at the same time. Bare minimum age of this woman, okay? 50. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Or just... we can be so excited. <laughs> bare minimum. Let's say the age on three. 50. I love you so much. I can't help it. I love you so much. It's it's numbers, Tourette's. (laughs) 50. (laughs) Well, you guessed the number of olives. 
<laughs> in the cup. So we're going to redo <laughs> your kitchen. Salt in your tea. <sighs> Everybody Sorry. is going crazy. Mom is between 50 and 57 years old. <laughs> Easily. Well, I, so I was going to say 58. I, I wanted, I wanted okay. to hear, Okay. Yeah. I wanted to hear what your name, what your ages were. It's yeah. just, I just, she was at least, because I, I had to put that out there because I'm 40 and it's like, nope, yep. you are not 40, lady. You're not even like a 1985 40. Right. You are just not 40 at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not even close. No. You remember 40 because it was 18 <laughs> years ago. So now everybody, clearly everyone is becoming old and forgetful. And they're all sort of saying the grandma lines that grandma has been saying. They can't hear. Right. What? So at, now everyone's screaming at each other, which is different than before. Because before everyone was screaming at each other. Because they weren't listening to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, now yeah, they yeah. can't hear each other. And And as all of this is happening... Grandma has a little smile. And she's housing olives. Fucking <laughs> just uh, 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 uh. rushing olives. Ten more. Ten more. Her. She's her. like doing an olive keg stand. <laughs> her gastric juices are brine at this point. <laughs> she could eat a whole vegetable and throw it up pickled. It, it's a lot of olives. It is. It's uh, it's a it's healthy. An obscene, it's, it's an obscene. An obscene amount. It's an unhealthy amount of olives. I'd, I'd be worried about some about this actress having to eat olives for many takes. But as we all remember, <laughs> one take, one take and one done. One and done. <laughs> this is a one and done. Twenty-two minutes of film in the camera. <laughs> Twenty-two minutes of film filmed. All right. Finally. We are we are at the the dinner table. You can see everyone looks very old, and there is a uh, a, a ding dong at the door, and it's the man come to pick up Grandma. It's been a week. Well, and they're all mumbling. They're all mumbling stuff. a story. The father's mumbling a story about how he visited his mom when she was Backstage a dancer. Stage when she was in the Zigfield Follies, and and Grandma looks great. I don't she know does. necessarily if time was going backwards for her. Like I don't I don't know that she was actually getting younger. Or I think that she was absorbing their youth. Was she? No, okay. but I just, I just well, we're gonna get to it in a second because, uh, spoiler alert, we never find out what her wish is. Right. Well, so you're, you're we, right. We don't. We all, but we, I, I think we all have what we think her wish is. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's finish it out. So the man comes to pick up Grandma. Grandma says, "Great, come on in." Doesn't use her walker to go to the door. No, that's true. She doesn't. Someone, I think someone says, like, Ma, you're a walker or whatever. And mm-hmm. then she's just like, nuts to you. Yeah. Walks up, gets the door. <laughs> nuts to you is my favorite kiss off. <laughs> ah, nuts, nuts to, to you. you. She says, hey, you know what? The, the guy says, don't you want to say goodbye to her, your family? She says, you know what? They might want to come with me. And they walk over to the table. And now the family is all wearing old people rubber masks. Yes. <laughs> oh, you I... mean they're wearing the makeup of the Geico cavemen? <laughs> <laughs> See, what what I thought is, um, you don't watch Walking Dead, so I'm not sure that you'll you'll know what this one is. But there was a scene in season two of The Walking Dead where there had been a zombie stuck 
in a well. I was and just it, thinking that. It was and he the became wet zombie? so yeah, he yeah. became so waterlogged that his face just kind of looked like it started to melt and that's what they all looked like. Right. They all looked like corpses mm. that had been sitting around for a while and it started to bloat and it's just it was They were all moments away from having a case of the stubborns. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Um She smiles. And the credits roll. Uh, and the dude is terrified. Like, yeah, he is mortified. He, yeah. he probably pooped a little, uh, yeah. no doubt. And I just wrote, adios, assholes, because that was her face. Yep. Where it was just like, peace. All right. The end. The end. What do you think her wish was? I think her wish was simply that her family would experience what it was like for her to get older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Not necessarily that she was taking their youth or anything like that. No, definitely not. But she had she had been saying repeatedly throughout the episode that, um, you know, uh, God, what was it? It was something along the lines of when you're my age mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And once the daughter, the I'm sorry, once uh, the mother had taken a spill and, and hurt her ankle, she actually started saying, once you get to my age, to the daughter, to what was her name? Horton? Greta. <laughs> Horton. Reverend Horton. Reverend Horton. <laughs> well, I was thinking of Horton's the mule face doll. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so she... Oh, I... Doof. <laughs> so do you want to know what I thought the wish was? I do. I wish they would come with me. Oh. oh. I See, what I thought it was, was that I thought that she wished that everybody would feel as feeble as she felt. Mm-hmm. Because they're all making her feel like she's useless, that she can't do anything. And then all of a sudden, they all get injuries where they can no longer do the things they used to do. Right. She couldn't, mom couldn't walk to the phone and, and answer it. Uh, no one could hear right anymore. Right. The the um, the um son could no longer recount stories correctly because he kept getting names wrong when he was recalling things. He kept getting the age um, that he had gone backstage wrong. Where When he was first recalling it, he was 13. Then he said 10. And the daughter said, but you said that you were 13. Goes back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. Um, where I think what it was... Um, was that she just wished that they all felt as feeble as they made her feel. Okay. And we don't know because they don't tell us, but there is that aspect that she was also getting younger. Could she be. Certainly, she certainly seemed like she... She certainly had more energy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I, t- I did a little extra research and I found out that this was uh, sponsored by Big Olive. <laughs> <laughs> So I think they were saying, <laughs> want to keep your mind right, grannies and gramps? <laughs> Larry time, olives. <laughs> olives got what's good for your brain. <laughs> and pimentos are great for your organs. Blarg. Uh, okay. We made it. All right. <laughs> Do we go to the writing room on this? I don't know. I, I, I wrote something down um, a 
just I was I was kind of thinking to myself like one of the reasons why for me this episode didn't work was that there's no real emotional payoff at the end because sure grandma now feels younger she's going away to the retirement home and everyone looks old but did anything really get solved no no i don't know i feel like she got her revenge on them i feel like she was miserable and now they're miserable and she's looking good and feeling great right but is is revenge the most emotionally satisfying thing or is is somebody redeeming themselves a more satisfying emotional reaction because you're asking a lot for a 22 minute episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Hey, hey, we said we said go to the writing room. Yep. No, you're right. Things. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, because okay. Well, I well I understand the <laughs> the desire for revenge. Believe me. Um, what I um, what I think would have been a better episode is for them to come to the conclusion of how they were treating her, how they were wrong. And that they were going to miss her because now she's back to what she used to be mm-hmm. and she's leaving. Mm. And, and, they, and they ask her to stay or um, something I like think, that. I think well, see, what I think is more emotionally satisfying, at least for grandma, is if she says nope and leaves. But they realize where they had failed. Now, hopefully, it's at least implied that they are going to try to mend the relationship or get another grandma. <laughs> I mean, every family has two. We know this. At least two. Right, so... That feels... Um, I We might be going into, what do you think, like Amazing Stories territory there? It's a little Amazing Stories. Um, I, I'm not going to lie that, yeah, I think that for something like that... But I think this story might have just been a better Amazing Stories. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely think so. And I mean... Um, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie that for um for stuff like that, especially stuff for you know people who, um who no longer have a lot of relatives. Sure. Um, you know something like that might be a little bit more in the schmaltzy category. Yeah. Um, but I just think that it would have it would have had a little bit more emotional payoff. Sure. If they just would have realized the terrible things they were doing to this woman, stealing her dignity, stealing mm-hmm. her olives, <laughs> stealing everything from this woman. Stealing that. And also if there was a way for her to show or to see what value grandma still had mm-hmm. and for them to miss the the value that she's providing and the things that are actually going to be gone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I get you. All right. Let's lean into the dark side okay. in the writer's room. Because I think that's a good, amazing stories. But if this was the dark side, I think we do kind of a uh, Dorian Gray thing, where the family's Dorian Gray, the, the mm-hmm. portrait. Yep. And she mm-hmm. keeps getting younger and younger, and yeah. they keep okay. getting older and older. Yeah, so she does I, steal their youth. Then. I, yeah. Yes, I think if if she was some sort of youth vampire, and by the the end of it, she opens the door to that guy, and now she is. You know Jessica Rabbit or something. Exactly, and they're like, all just, hey, hubba just, hubba. She's the same girl from the pa- from the first picture. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're all just withered husks, <laughs> right? I think I like I, like I think that. I, I think have three that new customers for you, right? Yeah, I think that that's uh, oh shit. I like that. Yeah, that's I like that. Yeah, I would like that. Yep. Cool. More olives, also. Also, yeah. I mean, big olive definitely had their fingerprints all over them. Right. 
Big olive. Big olive. Yum. Yum. <laughs> uh, alternate names? I'll be seeing you. Oh, <laughs> Somebody has to say it. I mean, I didn't have one. I have Meet the Feebles. <laughs> I did not have an alternate title. Um, oof, that was, I, and it's not like I can top Meet the Feebles. All right, thank you. No. Okay. Scale of one to ten. One to ten olives. It's one to ten olives. I was gonna try to be clever and make it like the donuts or something, but it's we we knew from we the knew. jump it was gonna we be knew. olives. So one to ten olives. Matt Rose, how many olives? I'm gonna have to give it a four. Okay, it's four from Matt Rose. You know, it made it did a great job of making me really uncomfortable. So that gets a five. It's okay. gonna get five. Five from Matt Noss. I give it a six. Huh. Four, five, six. Four, five, six. <laughs> We've got uh, an average of a five. All right. There we go. I don't feel bad about that. No. I think that uh, I think that I definitely gave it a higher rating after you brought up the John Waters angle. Okay. Because it was going to get lower yeah. before that. Because especially the first act would have gotten a one. Yeah, the first act was a, like a one. The first it was, was hard to watch because it was just everybody screaming at each other. It was, it was just was, definitely it was, uncomfortable. It was the bad part of the Stella Darrow breakfast. <laughs> 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 Don't talk. Eat. <laughs> Stella Dora breakfast treats. Snack time anytime. Matt Rose. Thank you. Thank, thank you for joining you. us. Thank you. The thank pen you, thank you, ultimate thank you. episode of the season. My God. One more. To go. One Oof. more episode. Oof. Do you guys know what the next episode is? Uh, nope. Oh, man. I'm trying to... Going in blind, huh? Yeah. the hell is it called? I can see. <laughs> Favorite quotes from Requiem for the a Dream. False... <laughs> The false prophet. The false prophet. Oh, man. The false prophet. The false prophet. That uh, one does not sound like it's going to be a jokey joke joke episode. That no. one sounds like it's going to be like a, uh, not a scary one, but, you know, maybe yeah. maybe maybe the devil's going to show up. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's like a, a traveling religious man or something. Like a, a revival, oh, uh, yeah, like a, a yeah, like a revival type. tent type thing. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Matt, any uh, Nas, any predictions? Um, <laughs> is about Nostradamus. Oh, perfect! <laughs> <laughs> it's just the uh, the Mister Show Nostradamus sketch, but extended to twenty two minutes. Exactly, which is only three minutes shy of the original Mister Show sketch. <laughs> perfect, Matt Rose. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, oh, Matt. Thank you for having me. Chen, thank you. Matt, thank you. Um, listeners, uh, thank you so much. We got a new iTunes review. Ooh. Very, very nice. Um, absolutely gets it, what we're trying to do. Genuinely, genuinely appreciate those guys. You are awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, thanks to everybody who's writing us on the Facebook page, too. A big shout out to uh, Sean Cloran, who's writing us on the Transmissions from the Dark Side Facebook page, which you can do at facebook.com slash T from the dark side. Uh, he had a comment from our episode about old bow gums, the classic, if the shoes fit. Um, he said, because we had a lot of issues with that. 
We he did. said, we had many issues with it. I don't know if this shines any light on the subject, but the writer of the episode, David Gerald, who requested to be put to put his N Ward pseudonym on this episode, said in a podcast interview that he originally intended the politician to be involved in a homoerotic seduction by the bellboy. And the bellboy would have been revealed as the devil in the third act. Oh, that'd be great. Oh man. Yeah, so we were we were we, yeah, were we were close. so close. Yeah. So that w- never would that, that never would have made it to mid eighties right. syndicated TV. It would never but. would have gone, but absolutely shines a light. Mm-hmm. And yeah, absolutely. I I I love hearing stuff like that. That's great. Yeah. And um, he gave us two comments, but that that was the big one. So yeah. thank you, Sean. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you like it. Um, but thank you for the facts. We we always appreciate those. Yeah. And anybody else out there, uh, you can connect with us. T from the dark side on Facebook. Uh, on email, tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. And Twitter is a little different. It's tftdspod. That is an at symbol before that. All right. All right. Jen. Matt. Do you have any advice for our listeners this week? Um, yeah, you know, seasons are changing. We're going from um we're we're going, we're finally getting out of these these winter doldrums. We sure are. Um, so you know, just dress in layers. Yeah. Uh, so just because we're still starting the days off, kind of cool, but then right. by later in the afternoon, you're going to be warm in the office. You're going to be you're warm in that office. You want to take off yeah. one of the layers of sweaters. So yep. Yeah. So um, you know, stay hydrated. Uh, dress in layers. Uh, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> the worst. End. Yep. <laughs>Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.